previously on Incredible Critics. Well, speaking of cults, I've actually been watching Wild Wild Country. I know, but I was bored. Wait, maybe you won't find yourself the same way as I found it. But, like, I'm watching it, and I want to be like, parts of it, I'm like, these guys are getting played. These people are idiots. And then there's other parts of her, I'm like, oh, that seems seems kind of like a good idea. I kind of know what they're doing. Like, I kind of feel bad for them at parts. And you're like, nope, they're stupid. And you're like, oh, this is great. And you're like, no, I get it. I get what they're doing. This is how Frankie gets sucked into a cult. <laughs> I, uh, I contemplated for a hot minute, and I was like, no, it's fine. And then plus, it you don't look good in like, red. No, well, those, co- those clothes look super comfy, though. They're in, like, the geese from Dragon Ball Z. We are the incredible critics. Incredible, not because we're great, but because our credibility should seriously be questioned. I am Ben Franco. This week, we are going to be talking about what we've been watching in our what's on section and then talking about a little movie that came out a decade ago this week joining me as always tim lasers gruba you what up ben and frankie is uh mysteriously absent again not mysteriously he did tell us but let's pretend he told us that he would be mysteriously absent right <laughs> and so we we don't know where frankie is and by that, I mean, he te- he told moment. us, but we don't, I mean, we don't know exactly where he is. At this moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he could have been here, except he wanted to record a day early and then Tim and I never responded. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Mm. Sorry, Frankie. You know. You're probably listening to this now. Poor Frankie. Poor I mean, Frankie. Hey, hey, Frankie. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh tim what's been going on not a lot man not a lot we uh we got a pool last week in our backyard nice above ground above ground baby pool by baby i mean it's like eight feet wide and two feet oh uh, oh so it's not tiny it's actually yeah. large but uh yeah we just got one of those because noel's birthday is coming up and so we wanted to have something for yes. kids to play in so Yes, it's yeah. good. To, it's it's fun. We just got something on sale for ridiculous, and we we decided, you know what? Our girls are small enough, but they like swimming. That like it's cheaper than buying a uh, a pool pass at the local. Oh, totally. You know, pool joint. I don't know what they call it. Pool hall. Jaunt. And uh, <laughs> pool hall. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, the pool hall. Um, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so. We, we pulled the trigger on that. So that's been fun and crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, just been living the life. What nice. about you, Ben? Uh, work's been crazy. That's been pretty much it. Mm-hmm. That's been pretty much it. And then yesterday, I spent half the day moving around furniture. Epic. Oh, wait, yeah. at your own house? No. No. So like Someone my... Else's house? My, <laughs> my in-laws decided on a... Like just randomly to go to Costco and get new furniture. Oh, because when Costco has furniture, like you kind of got to get it right when when it's time to get it, because otherwise it's like sold out in like a week. So we went, got them furniture, brought it to their house and brought it inside. Then that furniture we then took up to my brother in law because he decided to take the furniture. So brought that furniture up to his place and then took his furniture and loaded it up to get to the dump. Oh wow! So okay. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it was it was 
three different yeah. sets of furniture. Ooh. Yeah, it was fun. Fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I was tired. I, uh, you know, I slept well last night. Yeah, but, that's good. That's always good. Then, yeah, just work, work, work. And then working hard for work. the money. Yeah. More money, more problems. Uh, Tim, have you been paying attention to Prime Day at all? Uh, very little, but only because we started VBS today. Nah. So I was running around because the first day of VBS at our church is the day that I'm there the longest. So it's it was crazy. But um, I saw a few good deals on there. Some gaming headsets for people yeah. to play Fortnite with specifically. Of, of course. <laughs> um, I haven't seen. So it just started, uh, you know, well, by the time anybody listens to this yesterday. But if you're listening to this, the day it comes out, we release on Tuesday. It is all day today that you can get deals on Amazon Prime. And if you don't have an Echo device or want to get another Echo device, now is the time to buy it. Yeah. Um, deals, all of them are deals. like 30 to 50% off. Um, Echo Dots for $30. I think the regular Echo is down to 70 new and I think 60 refurbished. So that's mm. 30 to $40 off. And then the Echo Pro, I think it's Pro. No, Echo Plus is down to 100 from 150. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, new, and I think 90. I think it's 90 refurbished, if I'm remembering correctly. That's not too shabby. Um, no, all really, really good deals. Uh, we've talked about them. By the way, do you still have the uh, Google Home? The yeah, I still have not opened it. <laughs> <laughs> So there's that. Okay. All right. Well, then oh, I won't ask you your thoughts. Okay, good. Uh, but I love my Echo devices. Um, they are fantastic. We have five dots, including one sitting right next to me. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. No, it's it's fantastic. So if I shout out like, hey, Alexa, will it hear? Will it hear I, no, I don't think so. Just, the, just for the people listening right now. Yeah, just for the people <laughs> listening. Just Good. Alexa, play Incredible Critics. That's now, what you want it. Oh, yeah. See now it's now oh, I heard. See me. now she's doing Alexa. Stop. You should say uh, Alexa, play uh, Elder Scrolls. Oh, that's right. That's what you should do. <laughs> I haven't tried that because that just seems. Awful. I think you have to download it. It's a one of those. Yeah. Whatever they're called. But yeah, it's a game that you can play. That's like it's like a audio version of of Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Which. Yeah, that that'd be intense. But yeah, definitely check out Amazon <laughs> Prime in all of its glory. It's it's the best. Yeah, real crazy deals. Yeah. If you're looking for something, if you've been thinking about purchasing something, check on it now because there may be like a crazy deal on it. Anyway, let's get into talking about what we've been watching and what's on. <laughs> That music is significantly louder than our intro. I need to work on that. That was pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. We'll, we'll call that my bad. Uh, Tim, you said Yo. that you've been watching something other. I watched than some Stargate, Stargate this week. Oh. It was great. Uh, no, yeah, I did. Uh, so today uh, that we're recording this, July 16th. <laughs> um. Nathan Fillion has been teasing something big. 
So for those who don't know who he is, Nathan Fillion is uh, the star from Castle, from Firefly. I only watched Firefly. Um, he's been um, in t- tons of other stuff. Most notably, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Eh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, that's That might be the second biggest fan thing he's ever done. <laughs> However, the first biggest fan thing was released today where Nathan Fillion finally got to play Nathan Drake <laughs> from Naughty Dog's Uncharted game series. They did... Uh, for it's half of our listeners, you're just saying a bunch of words. And I know. And form a sentence. Uh, basically, he did. He was part of a fan film where he played the character that everybody said he needs to play forever. And then he kind of gained a little bit of weight and could not fit in that character at all. And then he lost some weight. And now he's playing Nathan Drake. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's like 15 minute long fan film that has it has um, Nathan Fillion in it. It has, oh, what's his name? Lang. Uh, Stephen mm. Lang, who's was a bad guy in Avatar. He's been a he's been in tons of stuff. And um, and to say fan film is really underselling just how good the production is on this. It is the be- it is basically just uh, a short. It's it's as good as the Marvel um uh one shots that they that they used to do. Yeah um that they would put on the dvds of like iron man 2 and stuff um it's that it really is that good quality wise and they have like amazing actors and it's tons of action and and all kinds of stuff a little bit of language but um it's like on uh, the low end this is probably a twenty thousand dollar shoot it on the low end look it's a fan film in only that it was it's not officially licensed from sony or from naughty dog Let's just let's just put it that way. Yeah. So it counts as a fan film. Right. It's ridiculous. It's the it's it was phenomenal. I just watched it tonight and uh it was it's it's 14 in almost 15 minutes of right out of the video game. Nice. Right at, right out of the game. Nathan Drake, you know, uh tricking some bad dudes, stealing some stuff, shooting things and discovering stuff about history. Cause he's basically like the, the new Indiana Jones. So anyways, I, I just encourage people who dig any kind of video games to check that out. Cause it was sick. Nice. Um, I've been rewatching a couple of things like in the background while I'm working around the house and stuff like that. Uh, rewatch La La Land. Still love it. Frankie's favorite. Frankie's favorite. Still love it. Still love it. Um, I, and here's here's the kind of the the realization I came to. If you're looking at it as a movie about Hollywood or about the movie industry, I can understand why people don't like it. If you, if that's like the main plot line in your head about the movie, but if you're looking at it as a movie about their relationship, and then it just happens to be set in the film industry, right? I think it makes a it makes it for a more enjoyable movie. Yeah. I hear so, that. Uh, especially the ending, I think is a very different take on the traditional love story. And it is, I, I, to me, it's a perfect ending. Um, fun fact that I found out. Mm. Uh, so La La Land directed by Damien Chazelle, 
who prior to making La La Land directed, it wrote and directed Whiplash, which is a uh. phenomenal film if you've, you've ever seen it. Um, but what I didn't know before he decided to direct Whiplash, he was a writer and almost directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's wild. Now, while I don't, uh, don't look down on him for his career decisions for because I love Whiplash uh, and I'd like La La Land a lot. I kind of want to see what a Damien Chazelle Cloverfield movie would look like. Yeah, that that mm. that that intrigues me. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, it might not work at all. But <laughs> it's it's an intriguing proposition that I'm I'm OK on. Um, maybe maybe someday. We'll see a sci-fi film by him. But the other thing that I uh, rewatched is Arrival. Okay, yeah. With Amy Adams. And I realized uh, without spoiling uh, Arrival, though it came out two years ago, so I shouldn't be that worried. But uh, (laughs) after having a child, I can't enjoy any movies. Uh, Yeah, right? (laughs) That Um, movie, dude. The whole subplot of that movie. Yeah, the whole subplot of that movie just like destroyed me. And hit me in a completely different way than when I first saw it before having a child. Yeah. That's all I'll say there. Yes. Yes. It, it's, 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 it's rough. It's, it's rough. Yeah. Right. I was a uh, cutting onions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's intense too. Cause even, even knowing what's happening. No, as a parent. Ooh. Yeah. No, like I knew, yeah. I knew where the movie was going. Right, right. But the way that it gets there, I was still just like, oh, my gosh. No. Yeah. No. And no. then you realize, wait, I'm a parent. Uh, no. Um, not okay. <laughs> but it's a beautiful film if you yeah. haven't seen it. Uh, not your traditional sci-fi film. Uh, if you're turned off by science. I feel like it's a type of movie if you're turned off by science fiction. It's a good science fiction film to watch. Because hmm. it's it has sci-fi elements, but it, it's not like really sci-fi. But yeah. I hear you. So, yeah. So we so we wanted to discuss and talk about a movie that came out 10 years ago this week, July 18th, 2008. A little film you may have seen came out. A year ago, these uh, cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. I mean, what happened? So what are you proposing? It's simple. Kill the Batman. (laughs) Yes, 10 years ago this week, The Dark Knight came out. Wow. Yeah, and so I just want to talk about it. There are a lot of great, if you follow any uh, uh, film blogs, there are a lot of great pieces out, kind of retrospectives on The Dark Knight. Um, This, I mean, it's well-documented on the podcast, is my favorite superhero movie uh, to ever come out. And, I mean, really, to me, it really changed the way that you think about superhero movies. Um, I mean, before... Batman Begins and The Dark Knight came out. I mean, the the movies were just totally different. Um, let's see. So for like Warner Brothers, or I'm sorry, Warner Brothers slash DC, 
Uh, before this, you had Batman and Robin in two thousand or nineteen ninety seven. Why'd you start with uh, like one of the worst ones? I'm just going chronologically. Then in oh. two thousand four, you had Catwoman. Uh, uh, two thousand five, you had Constantine, one of the one of the more okay ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then you had Batman Begins. Um, Superman Returns in two thousand six. And then 2008, you had The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. On on Marvel's side, you had a lot more movies, but still, you know, 2004, you had The Punisher, Spider-Man 2, uh, Blade Trinity, then 2005, Elektra, Fantastic Four, 2006, X-Men, The Last Stand, 2007, Ugh. Ghost Rider, Spider-Man 3. Um, I mean, yeah, then 2008, you know, the same year, you had iron man come out right and then the incredible hulk and then the follow-up to the punisher so i mean it just really changed i think i i mean you and and frankie will probably debate a lot of the the crazy things that i'll say about the dark knight but i felt <laughs> like it changed public perception about superhero films it brought superhero films to the main to a, a broader audience it made uh 533 million in domestic box office uh over just over a billion worldwide uh this was one of my favorite theater going experiences i think i saw it probably three times three or four times in the theaters including once in 70 millimeter imax um and uh, you know it's uh, heath ledger as the joker is one of the best acted characters if not the best acted character in any superhero film and better than most actors in action films in general mm. um tim i mean what are your thoughts looking back you know 10 years ago on the dark knight uh man for sure a phenomenal film definitely pivotal in modern superhero era um i think uh, I think, I mean, what, what, is, what else is there to say? Like you, like you were saying, Heath Ledger's performance was just, he knocked it out of the park. He took, he took a character that people have known for many, many years. He's the, the Batman villain and just went a whole other place on a whole nother level with it. Um, and so for people who who dug the comics, I mean, it was like, wow, this is this is like a, what a real life Joker would be like. Um, just the guy just wanting all this anarchy and, and destruction and laughing about it to the end. Um, and uh, he really rocked that. Um, and so much practical effects stuff with this movie. Yeah, um, I think that that's the biggest things that stood out between iron man and this um there was some good practical stuff in in iron man um but it wasn't a sequel to to the biggest uh you know like um relaunch of a character iron right. man was not uh iron man wasn't even a super popular character in you know the as far as the comic book characters go he was not even like top 10 um but Marvel, you know, had to do something with them and, and they did what they did and it was awesome. But, uh, but that set the two movies apart drastically. 
I mean, outside of that, um, this, you know, I, the cinematography, every single shot in this movie is just like visual gold, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was like, Hey, we can tell this story that has a superhero. It has a super villain there's nothing super about anybody in either of these movies. Right. They're um, both normal people. Yes. Uh, but well, we can, quote unquote. <laughs> well, yeah, but we can tell this story. It can be very believable and it can be very grounded and it can have some of the most amazing shots in all of film history in it. Um, and that was, that was just huge for this. Yeah, I mean, one of the rare films where the sequel is better. I, I don't I've never heard anybody really argue that uh, the Dark Knight wasn't better than Batman Begins. You yeah. know, it's it's like unequivocally the best out of the trilogy um, to to put it into some perspective. Batman Begins worldwide only made 374 million yeah you know so you're literally talking it made almost three times the amount of the movie that came before it because it was right. such a good performance and i don't think we've seen a, a movie that is that cohesive since then you know i think what marvel's built up is you know equally impressive but in a completely different way Yes, definitely. You know, yeah, what, what they've built out with the Avengers is unlike anything else in cinema. But what Christopher Nolan did with the Dark Knight, I mean, like I said, to me, it is still the best, hands down, the best superhero film and probably one of the best action films of the you know, since, you know, we turned into 2000. Yeah, right, right. No, it was phenomenal. And again, just going back to those like practical effects, they're basically like flipping trucks practically. Right. Uh, they're doing all these, not just pyrotechnic, just like ridiculous shots too with these like huge cameras. Yeah. Um, And, you know, shooting in, in America's favorite city, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, well, what else can you say? What, what else, else can, can you say? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in just the the nuances to Heath Ledger's character, I think are what like really draw me to that performance. You know, yeah. the way uh, you know, I was reading some some of the like behind the scenes things like uh, today and like these articles. His the way that he licked his lips like just started with he had this like natural tendency to want to lick the prosthetic that was on his face and so he decided to just build that into his character to make him kind of have this disgusting habit of of licking these scars and just the way he like opens his mouth and like everything about the nuances to how he performs it's so drastically different and oh, such yeah. an impressive performance he's he's like a hundred percent in on i'm not ever like even rewatching this movie a dozen times i'm not sitting there like wow that's heath ledger look at right. look at all heathy boy like you're not you're not thinking he's all in on that character and it's it's he sells it 
entirely. It really makes me wonder, like you have such a perfect performance as the Joker, which before Heath Ledger, nobody thought you could do the, the Joker better than uh, 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 Jack, Jack, Nich- Jack Nicholson, yeah. right? Um, and nobody that, and f- when you rewatch that, ooh, that does oh not my hold gosh, up. No, no, not that at did all. Not, that didn't hold up 10 years after that. No. But it was still the bar and right. Heath Ledger just destroyed it i don't know why they're trying to force another joker film or films yeah Yeah, it's tough so this week uh in lieu of all this this week we just got officially announced it's been rumored for a while but officially uh joaquin phoenix is moving forward with a joker movie with a director i can't remember which director it is um and uh funny enough like years ago, Joaquin Phoenix said, told, told WB, Hey, I'd love to do a super, like a, like a villain movie. I'd love something like the Joker, but I don't want to touch the Joker, you know, but something. Mm. And, uh, now, you know, I mean, to be fair, I feel like he's the type of actor that could. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it will be more of a period. It's actually going to be more of like a, an origin story and it sounds like set in the eighties, something like that. Gotcha. Um, but as a past and who knows if it's, that's the other thing. Who knows if it's even connected anything. It, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna make three or four different Joker things, you know? And like you said, why force it? Why force it? (laughs) Right. Um, yeah. Todd Phillips looks to be directing that, that film. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, even the way that they introduced the Joker, right? It's not a Joker origin story, but yet they introduce how chaotic his mind is slowly throughout the film so that his origin doesn't matter. Like he is just, you know, chaos in a living person. (laughs) You know, he's just walking chaos anarchy yeah and it it, his where he came from or why he is that way doesn't matter um and yeah i don't i don't want a joker origin story i don't need a joker origin story like there are a lot of other villains in batman that you can go into so why why try to live up to that yeah and i don't want that from the director of the hangover part one two and three yeah uh, i don't know <laughs> although hear me out zach galifianakis as the joker no that might okay. be just a big enough train wreck that i'd watch i would watch it as well i i quite honestly don't want to see jared leto play the joker at all and now jared leto is signed on uh on a one of sony's marvel projects and I As thought a, he would be good. I actually did think he'd be good. But yeah, he but he really wasn't in anything long enough to even determine whether right. he was good or not. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in honor of the Dark Knight, I'm probably gonna rewatch the, the movie this week. It's a it's one of those movies, it's just good to rewatch it every now and then you can always throw it on and there's something new specifically from Heath Ledger who just 
chews up the scenery like and like i'm convinced he's 10 times the actor of like anybody else in the film and that's not to say that the other actors are bad it's just to yeah. say how good he is like michael kane is phenomenal in everything and he doesn't come close to matching heath ledger's performance so get out there rewatch the dark knight this week specifically in uh on july july 18th that'd be tomorrow by the time yeah this is this yeah go rewatch it Do and it. <laughs> let us know what let's know your thoughts on the dark knight uh you know tuna andrew moore and joe carry on i'm looking at you <laughs> we know we're boys. gonna hear from you guys we know we're gonna hear from you uh connect with us on twitter at three critics pod on facebook facebook.com slash incredible critics go on itunes give us a rating go on youtube and subscribe that way you can uh, see us while we talk about it and all that fun stuff until next week where the podcast the internet deserves I'm really getting the in, the the ending down. I finally got the timing down. The on timing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That only took sixty two episodes. You know what? Sixty two times the charm. <laughs> that's, that's that's my life motto. Sixty two times the charm. Every sixty two time is every time. <laughs>